I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. Well, today we're chatting to Wayne Bucky, who is the National Sales and Marketing Manager for Wildekrantz Wine Estate in the Cape. Wayne, hi. Thanks for joining us on hi, Carrie's Carrie. Corner. Thanks so much for having me. appreciate it. It's a pleasure. We've got lots and lots and lots to speak about because we've been the target and the victim of discrimination we feel by the government over the COVID lockdown period. What impact has COVID had on Wildekrantz, the farm? Well, I think we can say nothing short but huge. Um, it's been a very, very tough last year. You know, we started the year of all with very optimistic, yes. very excited about life. It was supposed to be 20 plenty. Yes. 20 plenty of nothing. So. I've forgotten about that actually <laughs> so long ago. I've been 20 plenty bugger all, excuse me. So, you know, we got thrown a curve, was one of the only countries in the world to be, you know, put into this alcohol ban. Mm. And it took a lot of thought and preparation for us to realize how we're going to actually get through this all. Mm. So, you know, it, it, for us, it's been a very, very tough year. And, um, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of hospitality on the farm. Do, you've got biking trails. You've got hotels, restaurants. Talk to me about those. Yeah, so you know we've got we've got all these beautiful aspects to the farm, which are over and above of what you know we do as a wine uh, a wine estate. But that again also gets affected massively by the lack of international travel. You know, with the lockdowns, people not be able to travel locally. So your hotel beds are sitting empty. Mm. Um, and our restaurants are sitting empty. Did you close the restaurants down? We did temporarily during the period when there was no travel allowed at all. Mm. But now we're back open again, and we're actually getting some great support because I think people want to experience new things. And get I out think there. people are so – they've got cabin fever. I Hopefully. think people are tired of sitting looking at their four walls, and whilst they are cognizant of the fact that they need to be safe and, and sensible – a wine farm is actually quite a nice visit. I wish we had some in Gauteng to do on the weekends. Yeah, the other thing with the wine farm is that there's space. Yes. So you're not all sitting on top of each other. It's not like you're going to a busy restaurant in, you know, in, in the city or whatever else or a jam-packed nightclub or whatever. You're actually going to go sit and have a great experience yes. more so than just a lunch because you're sitting in the beauty of the winelands. And then, of course, I know, I mean, you do functions, weddings, this kind of thing. That all of that must have come to a complete and utter halt. At absolutely. Absolutely. We're doing smaller functions, you know, to keep in line with, with the COVID laws. But still, a lot of people are holding back. They're not getting married this year. Mm. Um, they don't want to have the smaller functions necessarily. So your piece of the pie is now tiny. I've got a friend who's actually started quite an interesting business. And it's for all, <laughs> there's, it's a Zoom business for the guests that can't come to the wedding or can't come to the funeral. I mean, it's as <laughs> silly as that. He's inundated with Zoom funerals um, at this stage I'm of the game. Sure, and, sure. and this year, I think a lot of people are saying COVID looks like it's here to stay. It looks like we've got it for another couple of years. We're not going to put our wedding off. Um, we are going to have a Zoom quotient and we're going to have a reality quotient. It's one of the ways of mitigating this ghastly thing that's, that's beset the world Talking about mitigation, what have you done at Wildekrantz to try and mitigate the fallout of COVID? So we've had to look at a few things. So everyone says your immediate thing is exports, exports. 
But yes. touch and feel is a very important thing when it comes to exports. The importer wants to see you, which means you have to jump on an aeroplane, which is not possible at this point in time. I never thought about that, actually. You know, so you, you've got to go see them. It's all good and well speaking to them over the phone, say, sending some samples over, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But they actually need to have that personal contact, and that's what humans require. Yes. So we've had to think very cleverly about how we do that. Um, how are you going to do that? Because... I think that international travel has opened up a bit, and I'm quite sure that there is, what's the word, goodwill from the rest of the world when it comes to buying our product, because I think everybody's quite compassionate about the fact that we have had this terrible ban and lockdown and close down of an entire industry. So I think that you're stuck between a rock and a hard place here because you've got a world that's waiting to try and help, but you can't actually get to them. Yeah. That is a huge issue, and I think people are becoming a bit more used to the fact that you can actually do meetings via Zoom as opposed to jumping on an aeroplane. Mm. But it's still not the same. And I think it's not it's, the same, and it's your forte. I mean, that's that's where you specialize. You you are known for creating export markets wherever you go. Yes. How on earth are you going to change this? That's just not who Wayne is. I'm just doing a lot of Zoom calls with a lot of frozen screens and, <laughs> and, and are you there and turn your mic on in situations. So. I laughed so much. I got a, a little meme from somebody this morning of a whole lot of people sitting around a table holding hands, and it was a seance. And somebody was saying, Margaret wants to join us. Margaret wants to join It's just like the current day sort of Zoom meeting where, oh, I'm hopeless at it. I really am yeah, hopeless not, at it's, it. Uh, it's not for everyone, but it's something we have to get used to. Yeah. So I think, it's, like you said, it's going to be here for a while. I say that I hope it's not, but I think it is because I think that the paranoia and the mania that has surrounded COVID has led to a fear factor that is not going away in a hurry. Yeah. So there, bearing that in mind, how are you going to sell your wine? So for me, as we said, the export is the one aspect. People are less inclined to want to jump into their car and go into a, a retailer these days. Mm. The big factor at the moment is online, and online doesn't sell itself. It's all good and well having a, 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 platform. a platform, which everyone, everyone I think has these days. Most people have. But it's about marketing those platforms, uh, which is it's the tricky part. So I think that's where a lot of the industry is not particularly sort of doing well because they Well, it's the same old story. I mean, if you think of the wine industry in South Africa, if you think of the wine industry in the world at large, it was quite arrogant and it always had a bad reputation, specifically the French, yes. for thinking that they were above marketing and advertising. Yeah. And at the moment, the wine industry does, simply doesn't have the money for advertising, never mind marketing. I know that you are very much a marketing person and I know that you are putting um, marketing platforms in place for Wildecrans. You don't have to give away any state secrets <laughs> because um, you just don't. Yeah. But so you are doing a sort of a double-headed attack on the public. You are launching a new sales platform with a marketing sort of punch behind it. And are you selling online? So we're selling online and it's been phenomenally better than I thought because before, in previous times, online sales were kind of a nice to have. Yes. Now it's an essential, absolutely essential. Interesting. So... You know, with that, we've had to market it quite hard. And with marketing comes cost. Mm. So we've had to be very, very clever in terms of how we market, yes. what platforms we use, you know, more sort of below the line and above the line yes. tactics, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've used our online sort of abilities as much as we can to be able to get the products out there. Mm. Do you think that things like Facebook 
um, is a good sort of place to be, or is it something way more sophisticated than Facebook? Facebook is interesting, and I think it's, it evolves quite often because to place a simple advert on Facebook actually doesn't get you much traction. Doesn't it? But if you're doing, for instance, if there's a USB, for instance, you're doing a special, um, you're using other sort of fellow wine drinkers, clients of yours, using their testimonials, et cetera, et cetera, people are more inclined then to, to be able to buy the wine. So I think it's, you know, I'm an old-fashioned retailer, and I still love touch and feel. I love to have somebody in a shop, and I love to talk to them about it, and I like to, you know, I like that touchy-feely. I think the people who are going to be successful with online selling are the people who find a good balance between the cold-hearted, sober light of of non-interactive online selling and the warm and fuzzy retail. I think that's what you're trying to do, isn't it? That's correct, yes. And you know, it's, there's a fine balance. I'm not saying that you know the traditional trade is dead. It's just sitting in a bit of limbo at the moment. So we've had to reinvent ourselves. Mm. I think it will bounce back eventually at some point mm. because people are going to crave that touch and feel. Um, there's obviously the uncertainty with, with restaurants at the moment. Mm. If you were a restauranteur and you were sitting knowing with uncertainty whether it will be open next month or not, are you going to form a new wine list today? No. No. Are you going to stock up with 20 cases of wine just in case? No, because mm-hmm. cash flow is an issue. Big and, time. And, you know, not only for the restaurants, but also for the farms. So I think those, those producers like yourselves who are at the ready for a restaurant and they can phone you and say, I need six bottles of wine delivered today, and it happens. Yes. Those people are going to get the business, aren't they? It's not the people who are wanting a delivery once a week and et cetera, et cetera. So I think that the whole landscape of the liquor chain is going to change. Don't you agree? I agree because, you know, traditionally you would have guys who order for the week. Hmm. Now it's not about that because you don't know how many people are going to come through this week. Yeah. You don't know how much, you know, how your cash flow is going to look at the end of the week. You don't so you even... almost need like a Mr. Delivery for your wine, don't you, for a few bottles a drop? I think so. You know, if, you, if you're doing continuous deliveries all out all the time, that's where people are going to benefit. It's not about wasting a few days for your wine, etc. No. It's it's actually about we're in an age of instant gratification. Yep. Exactly. And and, and I think and it's just service. moved from areas it's it's a bit like Uber Eats and Mr. Delivery, it really is, where the restaurant is gonna have to be able to say, I'm phoning, I'm ordering, I want it in, in twenty minutes. Yes. You know? Are you gonna be able to do that? Can you make that happen? Something that we're working on, yes. And it's it's working out the nuts and bolts as to how we can get it right. But checkers have got a sixty minute delivery. Something. Yes. This is not even a sixty minute delivery. I suppose it's something quicker if you can. We're, we're getting to the point where it's almost ridiculous. It's going to have to be quick. And I think moving moving. If you look at what's happening in the states, you can have anything with you within an hour. Um, well, they're using drones and drones and all sorts of magical things. Which <laughs> can you imagine? We can't even get the liquor laws right in our country. Never mind okay. delivery by zo- case drones. Ro- rose by by drone <laughs> drops into drops straight into the bride. <laughs> I just think that it's also going to it's going to um, necessitate a very long, hard look at the liquor licensing laws in South Africa. Yes, because as we sit right here and now. Nobody really knows what the, the licensing laws are that apply to online sales, do they? It's a gray area. Mm. Do they require distribution license? Do they not? So a lot of guys are trying to work out these nuts and bolts, and they, we need clarity. 
And we yeah. need to actually have an industry body that's going to sit there and go, this is what you guys can do. This is how we can help you. Mm. And actually have seminars about how we're actually going to move forward uh, to facilitate sales. Well, you and, and your team are very, very, you, you've shown perspicacity forever at Wildecrans. You come up with a plan. You get blocked on one corner and you take another route of the maze. So yeah. I do, I'm quite certain that you'll be part of an industry forum that puts things like that together that says we can do 24-hour delivery as well. I mean, that's never happened in South Africa either. You can do drive-through. Um, that's never happened in South Africa before either. And that's big in the States. Yes, um, and Australia. And Australia is. Yeah. So I think there's all those kind of things. As I say, you don't have to give away any industry secrets, but can you give us a hint? Can you give us a tip? Are you thinking in terms of any of those? Well, it's, it's, it's just making things quicker and more efficient mm. is what the plan is. Mm. As to how the nuts and bolts work on that, it's still to be found because we, we're looking at all our options. And we, like you said, we, we, don't, we are uncertain with what the law, the law is quite gray. Yeah. So where are we actually going to go? I suppose the only thing you can do is put your plan together and then go to government and say, is this going to work? Which, of course, is never going to happen in a hurry because you're going to get a commission that appoints a commission that appoints an an arbitrator and a mediator. And finally, maybe by 2031, you'll get an answer. Yes. So I don't really know the route to, to market for that. I think maybe the normal maverick South African route that says... I'm just going to do it. Learn to say sorry later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think there's a lot of gray space within within the laws that we can actually look at using to our advantage. Yes. So that's about studying those laws and seeing seeing how they work and everything else. Yeah. Spot the gap. Exactly. Yeah. Well, spot the gap is good. And spotting the gap, finally, before we say goodbye, are there any specific trends that you're seeing in in the market from a drinker's perspective? Drinkers have changed. You know we. We used to have guys that used to say, you know, give me 10 cases of your best. Mm. And now they're saying, well, what's the cheapest you got? Yes. So it's, it's the yeah. market has changed. The landscape's changed massively. Um, people are looking for bargains. Yeah. And at the same time, the wine industry is sitting going, well, we've also got to pay the bills. I know. So, so we can't really give you a discount. Uh, yeah. Well, you can, but it's a fine balance. Yeah. It's a very fine balance. So I think the trend is people are drinking a little bit cheaper. Mm. But at are the same, they drinking less? No. More. Lots more. Really? <laughs> yes. Really interesting. You know, you see it, people, a lot of people say they're bored. Mm. They just want to sit and have drinks at home. <laughs> One bottle becomes two to consume. I know. Well, if, I suppose if you drink two bottles of Shen and, you know, the shade of your study wall turns a different color maybe and it, you feel like you're in a different space. Yes. We all have cabin fever, but massively so. Totally. Yeah. Now we've got a we've got a very very much a, a strong drinking culture in South Africa. Yes. Much to our detriment when we see what happened in Durban this weekend. Oh, I know, I know. I just wish everybody would be a little bit more sensible. Yeah. So we just need people to be sensible. Enjoy your glass of wine. Enjoy whatever your your poison is, mm. but do it responsibly. That's the main thing. I know. Wayne, thank you. It's a pleasure. You're an absolute asset to our industry, and I look forward to seeing what innovations come out of Wildecrans within the next couple of months. Watch the space. Watch the space. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Bye. Cheers.